Hi, I'm Mike from the Genuine Chit Chat Podcast, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. I speak to a wide variety of guests, including CEOs of businesses, psychologists, authors, musicians, travellers, people suffering with physical and mental illnesses, and everyone in between. Where we speak about a large variety of topics, including music and movies and pop culture, but also some more controversial topics, including drug reform, political correctness, and many more. No subject is off limits. You can find us on all the usual podcast places, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, as well as on YouTube. And you can follow us on all the usual social media places. And to be clear, I don't expect everyone listening to enjoy every episode of my show. What I do think is that due to the wide variety of guests and topics, that there'll be at least one episode that each person listening will enjoy. So if you still appreciate the art of conversation and want to hear honest conversations with interesting people, then be sure to check out Genuine Chit Chat in all the usual places. Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Nikki. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. Yep, we are breaking down this week Netflix's original movie, The Babysitter. Yes, we are. So, the uh, synopsis is basically, when Cole stays up past his bedtime, he discovers that his hot babysitter belongs to a satanic cult that will stop at nothing to keep him quiet. Yeah. So, first impressions. Okay, so for my first impression... I wasn't quite sure if I was going to like this one. Um, I thought I thought it was going to be more of like a comedy slasher. Oh, okay. okay. And I, it wasn't. No. That, wasn't, that ended up not <laughs> so, being my impression. Was it unexpected in a good way or unexpected in a bad way? Kind of a bad way. <laughs> Sorry, I ended <laughs> up not. You didn't really like me I wasn't really a big fan of this one. Okay, I can understand that. And my first impression is basically sex, blood, and life lessons, because that's basically... Yeah. It's weird, because the whole movie is they're trying to kill this kid. Right. They're like, no, you have to stand up for yourself. If somebody's going to attack you, punch him in the dick. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, awesome. So shall we just jump right in? Sure. All right. So it basically opens showing that Cole is this giddy little wimpy kid and he's afraid of needles he's petrified of needles which that nurse by the way that was like the most inappropriate nurse i've ever like seen in my entire life yeah and what this movie has done the entire film basically is take the worst stereotypes right and turn them into like bloodthirsty killers basically true and i don't know I like this movie, but it it's not one that I'm going to just be like, oh, let's go watch it again. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So we open with that, and you see, like, he's petrified of the needle. He's kind of wimpy because after he gets his shot, he's, like, hugging his, you know, shoulder. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that still hurts. And, of course, a wimpy kid like that is bullied. Oh, of course. So there's, like, the trio of, like, on their, like, rad bikes. One of them is named it Cindy. Yeah. Which, which I thought was ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's where we are introduced to B. Well, first of all, were we introduced to B before or after his neighbor, his, like, the girl neighbor or whatever? After. It was after? Yeah, because they were waiting outside to get picked up. And her dad, who, it was so funny, like, watching this, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, so why is, like, everybody is an asshole in this movie. Exactly. Everybody. Exactly. Exactly. 
And so what they pull up and her dad is like... Well, he's going through it like her parents he are getting... He went through a divorce. Yeah, her parents are going through a divorce. And so he's kind of going through like his midlife crisis of mm-hmm. now he's got the car that he had wanted back in high school. His high school dream car is right. what his daughter calls it. Yeah, exactly. And so she asks her dad, you know, hey, can we take Cole home and stuff? And the dad basically blows the kid off and is like yeah. no your parents think you're taking the bus right Cole you should take you the bus you should take the bus and then he revs it like a dick right exactly and then they I speed can't off. hear you buddy and then they're gone yeah exactly Douchebag. exactly and, and see, so that's, that's the one thing I didn't really like about this film is yeah. every character who wasn't trying to become a murderer mm-hmm. was a jerk yeah exactly it was just it, a movie full of jerks so that that didn't really float with me very well either right and so now so cole's walking home mm-hmm. and you know he is he, surrounded by the posse of bicycling bullies exactly was hilarious exactly i thought it was kind of, he had a pretty good comeback though whenever they asked right? him if his nuts had dropped and he's like why are you so interested in my nuts which is pretty good That's comeback like, i love cole's character in this movie yeah. simply because you know, he does have a really good arc where he, like, over eventually overcomes all right. these fears. But just his initial... Like, those are things that... Are, me watching every movie that we do for this podcast... That's true. Those are the questions that occur to me. Yeah. It's like, why are you so interested in my... And he's not being a smartass. He's no, genuinely he's, like... Yeah. Why are you so interested in my balls? Like, yeah. what's the problem? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then um, he calls the guy on his bullshit. He's like, I was with a high school girl, and Cole's like, no, you weren't. No, you weren't. (laughs) And also, I don't care. Exactly. (laughs) And so that's whenever, like you said, B shows up. Exactly, yep. And so, of course, they have her coming in looking all, like, sexy and in slow motion. I have to say, this actress is really pretty. She is. She has something that is inappropriate for me to say. Uh Uh-oh. But I learned it from my brother, and this is the one time I think I can actually use it. Okay. DSLs. Do you know what those are? Dick-sucking lips? Yes. Yes. I'm just like, honey, you're really (laughs) young for injections. What are you doing? That's true. Um, Which, it doesn't look like that's actually what she does, but hey, more power to her if that's what she wants to do. Right. And So, so that's whenever she basically... You know, tells especially the ringleader kid yep. to leave Cole alone. And he's, you know, like, oh, well, what are you going to do about it? And she mm-hmm. goes up and whispers something in his ear. Right. And he's like, you crazy bitch. I know. <laughs> it, it kills me. It's like, what did she I know. Say? I was kind of curious what she like, said. Like, if this kid is this much of a jerk already and she's threatening him right. somehow. Exactly. So, anyway. Uh, and then he, we get the first, like, life advice Mm -hmm. now this is not the same kind of life advice we're getting from homeward bound where it's like deep and profound no she's like no if someone's bothering you you punch them in the dick and then and then you wait till they get close enough when you're on the ground and then you kick them in the dick yeah exactly which is like dirty fighting tactics but they're effective they are Yeah. yeah um so then i actually started keeping track of all of the fears he has in this movie oh okay so spiders in the crawl space driving and needles yeah seem to be the big ones which and i discussed this with you before i was confused for a while about his age see i was too because because i thought freshman right i was thinking he was like 15 yeah 14 15 i was thinking maybe 13 14 on the young side yeah but we find out later that he's supposed to be 12. 
and why I was confused. Dad took him, like, for a driving lesson. Which, by the way, who takes their kid for a driving lesson? I mean, that was, like, a straight-up racetrack. Right? Like, you take the kid to a parking lot, to, like, exactly. an empty, like, school parking lot. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, like like I said, <laughs> you learn I was... in the hoopty family car like exactly. the rest of Because <laughs> that's why I was thinking he was, like, 15 and, like, in driver's ed and that he was maybe, you know, nervous. Exactly. But no, it's like he's 12, so it's like, why does he have to worry about driving right now? Exactly. Thank you. But anyway. And see, it would make more sense for him to be worried about, is he too old for a babysitter if he's, right. like, 13 or 14? Well, and 13, 14, I can understand having an overnight babysitter since the parents are gone for the night. Yeah, you, you so, want the babysitter there mainly just to make sure no one's throwing a kegger. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, at that age, I could understand having an overnighter, but he's talking about how, oh, everybody makes fun of me because I have a babysitter. It's like, well, you're 12. Yeah. And especially with the parents, like... well, especially with the parents going out of town, yeah, you're not going to leave a 12-year-old by right. themselves. I did like while he was... Uh, learning to drive with his dad mm-hmm. his dad's you know he mentioned something about you know people still make fun of me because i have a babysitter i think the dad mentioned yeah it. and the kid's like yeah but then they see my babysitter and they get jealous yeah so that kind of tells me okay he's not a little kid anymore right you know he's noticing girls exactly. he's noticing boobies because he stares at her tits it does yeah yeah which so, okay, we kind of jumped ahead. We jumped that's around okay. a little bit, but that's okay. But, yeah, so basically he's in the car with B or whatever, and then that's mm-hmm. whenever she's, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, this will be your car someday and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which, again, that's why I was thinking, okay, so maybe he's, like, 15 and, like, right. about to get his own car type of thing. Right. And so I was like, oh, okay. And they're just having good, you know, banter back and forth. They seem like they have... She treats him like she's his big sister. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they have like a good relationship. So anyway, so he gets home and he finds his mom in the crawl space under the house. You know, hey, can you hand me a, you know, rat trap type of thing? Yeah, because she's putting all these traps down in the basement. Mm -hmm. And he's talking about how scared he is of like spiders and stuff. Yeah. Because I guess... Well, we see it later. The, yeah, and those spiders were freaking scary. Yeah, by the you way. don't see tarantulas like that in like Wisconsin. That's some mm-hmm. Texas shit. I'm sorry. Well, I'm pretty sure they were out in <laughs> California, which I'm I know. assuming you would still see tarantulas and stuff out there. I'm sure there are some that are local. Yeah. Yeah. But I love the fact that the mom's like, "Don't say retarded" when yeah. he's asking her what the word pussy, pussy meant. And then later, after she's like, he, she's like, "I can't believe he, bl- he said pussy." And through this whole thing, you're seeing, yes, he's, like, becoming a young man. I mean, let's be real. He was a young man. Right. They're still treating him like he's five. Yeah. Did you notice that? That's true. Yeah. And I did notice, as mom and dad are packing up to leave, Mm -hmm. did you notice that mom, like, set the award back up on the table? Yeah. I saw that, and I'm like, oh, that's coming back. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, We do want to... Before we get too much into, like, the actual action of it, I do want to bring up the next-door neighbor. Okay. She is, like, this kid's girl next door. Right. Crush. Crush. They're, like, best friends, and her dad is the jerk with the car. Right. Um, and he's kind of... Bee's a really good babysitter. (laughs) She is. That's what's messed (laughs) up. They do, like, all kinds of fun stuff, and she ends up talking about this girl, like, right before this stuff really starts going down. Right. But, I mean... Once it gets into, like, you know, mom and dad are leaving and they're, you know, be good, don't do this, go to bed by 10, right. yada, yada, yada. And it's like, okay, even if he is 12, he's not going to bed by 10 o'clock. No. 
Like, I think I was in third or fourth grade when I was like, Mom, I want to stay up by myself to finish watching this thing. And right. she's like, okay, go for it. Just exactly. don't leave the house. Exactly. Like. Yeah. That's um, true. Oh, and, you know, make sure that, you know, you're not out too much because you just had your flu shot. So, you know. Don't be, overexert yeah, yourself. exactly. It's like, whatever. Really? I know. Really? <laughs> okay, lady. Yeah. Um, well, and you could tell the parents are having issues, though, which is why they're going away for the yeah. weekend. Yeah, and he brings it up, too, because yeah. he sees it. But they're like, like I said, they're treating him like a child. Mm-hmm. Though he's not noticing anything. Right. Stuff. Um, he is very into, what is it, that... Uh, connect a set stuff mm-hmm. and he's built a car with it he's trying to do something and he's got like this huge butcher knife yeah and he's like trying to pry something open or something with it and dad sticks it in the dishwasher yeah he's like uh yeah give me this <laughs> yeah i mean it kind of struck me as odd that the kid who's afraid of everything yeah he's got this big ass he's like, got this big ass knife and he's just jerking around with his connect set mm-hmm. stuff so i thought that was kind of funny yeah but, I mean, when B's there, they're dancing, they're watching this movie, and, like... Uh, well, like, the dancing montage was weird. Yeah, I mean, I never really danced with any of my babysitters, no. just saying. But, like, then they've got the movie projector, they made homemade pizza, like, they yeah, were having the like, best time. Yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. I know, if I had a babysitter like that, hell. I know. You know? Um, And they do this thing where they t- they discuss, like, okay... Kind of like an extraterrestrial, like, who would you pick I for your team? I thought that was really cool. And that was really cool, yeah. Okay, so I, let's take a pause. If you okay. had to make an intergalactic oh dream team, I who would you pick? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, work with me. Uh, I guess uh, Batman. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, what's his name? Chris Pratt's character from Guardian of the, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, Star-Lord. Star-Lord, yeah. So we've got Batman, Star-Lord. Okay. Uh, Wonder Woman, why not? Okay. See, I don't do, like, science. I prefer, like, the comic type stuff. Come on, we got two more. Okay, two more. Shit. Um, hmm. Girl, I don't know. <laughs> who would your okay? Who would your five be? Maybe I'll think of two I more. I would choose um, Mal, the captain from Serenity. Yes, yeah, I, I don't. Things interesting. See, I don't watch any of that stuff. Right. So, um, he'd be the captain. I would okay. probably pick like Gamora okay. from Marvel, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, because she can kick some ass. True. And she's smart. She doesn't do it like an idiot does. Right. Um, let's see. Who's another one? I'd probably do like a Tony Stark character oh, just because go. he's got the money to like make a really pimped out spaceship and Let's, he knows how to do it. See, that was my Batman because he had the money. Yeah. Um, who else? I sure as hell ain't going. I know, right? It's like <laughs> you guys have. scary. Yeah. It's like you guys go and have fun. Um, I'm, you know, going to stay home. I'll just I would send you though just because it would make you uncomfortable. So uh, thanks. You're my fourth person. Thanks. Preach. And then a red shirt from Star Trek because somebody always dies and the red shirts go first. That's true. Done. I like that. Okay, I'll also <laughs> add a red shirt and okay. then. Okay, so you've got Batman, Wonder Woman, red shirt, and uh, Star Lord. So I need one more. So you know what? We're going to throw Wolverine in there because Wolverine that's can cool. kick some ass. Exactly. So. See, that's awesome. Okay, so anyway, so they go through. Well, <laughs> so she goes through her top five. Yeah. So. And she's got, like, Sigourney Weaver and all that stuff. Which, I mean, I didn't pick her because that's a given. Yeah, that's yeah. true. 
So, but anyway, so she goes through hers. Mm -hmm. And so now it's time for bed. Yes. And she, and she just straight up, if I make you a shot, will you go to sleep? Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) And I just kind of went, okay, so B is the only person who's not treating him like a baby. Yeah, but. Did you notice that? Yeah, but 12 is a little, you know, young for a shot. True. Okay. But was he 12? See, that's my thing. I don't know how old this kid is. Well, we don't know he yet. he says 12, but he could have been, like, being ironic or, yeah. you know, exaggerating. I don't know. But, because he sure as hell does not look 12. Yeah, that's true. So, but she's like, if I make you a shot, will you go to sleep? And he's like, uh, sure. So she brings him a double. Right. <laughs> and he has it in his hand and he panics for a minute. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you're not going to do one with me? Right. So she goes in and makes herself a shot. He dumps his right. in the houseplant. Yep. <laughs> which is, at this point, a really drunk houseplant. Yeah, poor houseplant. <laughs> and when she comes out, he's faking, coughing like he did it without her. Right. Okay. So Sends him to bed. Yep. Tucks him in. You know. Which, that's not weird, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's like, you know, just make sure that he gets into bed and then, like, leave. Right. You know. It's like, um, okay, kid's in bed, I'm going downstairs. But see, this whole, through this whole movie, she's been super sweet to him. Right. Like, big sister, so he's like, I feel like I'm weird, I'm not oh, normal. that's and true. She's like, weird's awesome. Yeah, that's true. But I have to admit, when it's just the two of them and they're having, like, a quiet moment like that, mm-hmm. she looked a little crazy. She did. Didn't she? Like, yeah. the, I don't know if it's just the way she quirked her mouth or just, like, the crazy eye, but mm-hmm. she looked a little crazy. Yeah, which makes sense for, like, later. True. You know. Um, and from there, he's texting his next door neighbor because right. she's telling him, babysitters just bring a bunch of people over once you're sleeping. Right. Haven't you ever stayed up later than she did? Right. So now... Which I don't know what the hell kind of babysitters she had because that's... Right. Like, yeah, I can't think of a single time that ever happened whenever I was being babysat by somebody. No, but then you look at movies like Halloween. Well, Yeah. But that's just it, though. It's a movie, so... Well, yeah. <laughs> so, he that's why he's staying awake that night. Right. So, he's texting her back and forth. And, and I like how he has to, like, look up what orgy is. Right. And they just show, like, you don't really see anything, but you hear, like, noise, like, sex noises. Uh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you hear sex noises, and it's kind of just, like, brief pictures, but you don't see, like, actual, they like, actually nudity. They actually the pictures out they on did. Netflix. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. But I kind of think that they that it was already like that. Probably. It was just to get the point across. That Maybe he like it was up. a child lock on his Google. <laughs> Maybe. You have know. to actually go in and turn that off to yeah. see that stuff. Maybe. So, anyway, so at that point, mm-hmm. you doorbell know, rings. Doorbell rings. You and hear. There's what, like five or six people? Yeah, there? there's a couple people. So Let he. Me count. Oh, geez. So while you're counting. Mm-hmm. One, um, two, three, four, five, six, seven total. Seven total. Teenagers. Okay. So, yeah, he goes down, and at first it looks like they're playing spin the bottle. Yeah, you but know? It's, ends up, look, it ends up being like a truth or dare, truth or dare instead type of thing. like, you know, oh, you have to kiss this person because right. that's where the bottle landed. Exactly. So, yeah, a bunch of teenagers, mm-hmm. um, you know, the bottle gets spun or whatever, and it lands on... Um, it lands uh, on the jock first, it does. doesn't it? Yeah, the cheerleader girl spins it first, I think. Yeah. Lands on the jock, and Mm -hmm. he decides on truth. So she asks, like, if you, you know, if you could sleep with anybody in this, you know, circle, Mm -hmm. who would it be? And he ends up picking Sonya, who's, she's kind of like the artsy, um, 
beret-wearing girl. Yeah, I wouldn't call her artsy. You know, I don't know. She's the kind of girl in high school I would look at and just be like, Morticia. No, that's true. She's just dark in a really disturbing kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. So that's who he picks. And so the cheer, or um, B is up next. So she spins. Yeah. So she spins and... um, No, I don't think it was B. I think he, the jock spun the bottle and it landed on B. And he had to pick truth or dare. Right. She chose dare. Mm -hmm. And then he said, well, you have to kiss every single person in the circle. Yeah. And so she starts off with him. She gives him a pretty good, you know, kiss. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of PG, like closed mouth, nothing crazy. Then she moves on to Allison, the slutty cheerleader. Yeah, which I could have done without that. Yeah. That was gross. No, well, like I said, this movie was sex, blood, and life lessons. Yeah. Minus, thankfully, so, the actual intercourse sex. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, like, she they go like at it. Yeah. It was weird. Like, when they like say, it. like, tongue wrestling, these mm-hmm. two, that's what they were doing. Like, I can't imagine being either of those actresses. I'd be like, I'm not doing that. It's gross. <laughs> It's weird and it's gross. I don't know. So, I, mean, I personally, I wouldn't either just because I wouldn't be able to keep a straight face. Exactly. It's because like, that doesn't even. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, so she moves on and she goes around, gives uh, everybody else. She licks <laughs> oh, yeah, John, she, the black, black guy's guy. face, because he's yeah. like got all this chapstick and yeah, he's, he's like written all over his face and he's like, let's do this. Yeah, and he's all, he's all excited. Yeah. She I thought that was hilarious. That was Because funny. he was so grossed out. Yeah. And then she just gives, like, a, a little, like, forehead kiss to Sonya. Mm-hmm. And then she does it back. Mm-hmm. And then she moves on to Samuel. Now, we had seen Samuel more towards the beginning where Cole, who's the kid, yeah, is, like, walking around contemplating that he's a wimp. Right. And he doesn't like it. Yeah. And he ends up seeing B with Samuel mm-hmm. outside of, like, the convenience store. And they're chatting up. And you can tell, like... She's flirting, and Samuel's never had a girl this pretty, like, right. even look at him before. Yeah. And that's how I think he got roped into coming to the house, is because that's when she invited him over. Exactly. Yeah. And so, that's when she, you know, she she gives, she goes to give him a kiss. Yeah. And that's when she pulls out the two knives. Poor Samuel. I know. And literally <laughs> stabs him in the head with yeah. both knives. Just So, he's, like, screaming. Yeah. There's blood, and... Basically, what, like, the jock was holding him up, and when she pulled the knives out, they did, like, they overdid the blood on the Oh, they scene. did, for sure. It kind of added to the comedy a little bit. Uh, yeah. But, uh, well, I mean, the black guy getting spurred in the face was kind of That was funny. Yeah. Yeah, poor John. So, poor Samuel. Yeah. Is what I have written down. Exactly. Because, like, they're collecting, they're collecting the blood at first, like, just mm-hmm. in these, like, containers, and then mm-hmm. once they pull out both of the knives... That's whenever the blood gets like, everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. and everything. And so they were able to collect the blood. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the kid is seeing this the entire time. Because he's hiding on the upstairs, yeah. like, landing. And so at that point... They... I love the fact that when it happened and mm-hmm. it zooms in on his face, the words literally, what, what the, the fuck? fuck, which is true. Up. And you see, like, him like, oh, my God. Which I wouldn't have been able to keep silent, by the way. I think I, the shock of it is why his character like didn't like speak because probably. I wouldn't be able to do no. I'd anything. be I'd be freaking out. Yeah. And so 
at that point, they basically are like, okay, well, now we got to go upstairs and get the blood, blood of, the of innocent. innocent. And so at that point, he runs into his room. He, you know, calls 911. Yeah. Lets them know what's what's going on and everything. Mm-hmm. And they're going to, you know, of course, send somebody. Right. And he realizes, like, okay, they're coming up the stairs. So he's got to hurry up, get himself back in bed, cover up, make sure, like, his shoes and stuff aren't showing. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Fakes being asleep. Right. Which I wouldn't be able to do. Because no. I hear something like, oh, we need the blood of the innocent. I know they're talking about me, which, mm-hmm. by the way, they're never going to be talking about That's me. That's true. But, you know, I hear that. I'm not staying in bed. No. Because my mind says, okay, my blood, like they want his blood? Mm-hmm. No, I'm gone. Right. Yeah. So they come in and they end up having, they have like this big ass needle. Right. That's like some 1910 medical equipment. <laughs> exactly. Did you see that thing? Exactly. Holy crap. Right. And so he's pretending. And of course, he's afraid of needles. That's what I have. Number one fear, needles. Needles. Conquered. Exactly. So he's laying there. And at first, it's like, oh, crap. You know, I missed the vein, which I'm thinking, oh, shit. Right. That would have gotten me uh, a rise out of me. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, they go. she goes in again. Gets a crap ton of blood. Right. In the syringe. He somehow isn't making... The Civil War dated (laughs) syringe. God. And so somehow he doesn't make a noise, which I would Mm -hmm. call BS, because, yeah. Yeah, because that... Yeah, it's huge. It's like... The needle looks like its gauge is something like what you get a piercing with. Like, this is not a tiny needle. Right. At all. Exactly. And... You know, I've got tattoos, but to this day, when they draw blood for me, I can't look while they're drawing blood. Right. I can watch once the needle's in, but the actual, like, going into my skin, I can't do it. Yeah. See, I always turn away. I have to. I'm okay once the needle's in. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I always give whoever's doing it the fair warning, you got one One shot, shot, or we're done for the day. Yeah. I almost passed out once because um, I was looking... Because at that point, I hadn't had any problems while looking. Right. Well, this one nurse or whatever, whenever I had to give, you know, do blood, mm-hmm. blood work, she went in and I guess she missed the vein, but then she started to move the needle. Trying to find trying it. Trying to find it. And I was, I was underage still. And so my mom was there with me. And like mom said, she's like, yeah, I went white as a ghost. Yeah. And got clammy and just at that point. She pulled out, went back in, and, and got it. That's what she said. I know, right? <laughs> Sorry. She went back in and was able to get it, but, like, mom, my mom thought for sure I was going to pass out. Yeah. Because, yeah. Okay. Sorry. We're, Fun with needles. Yeah, we're, we're off let's track. Let's reel it back in. Let's get back. Okay. Here's my thing. At this point, because they get the blood and then they leave to go back downstairs, mm-hmm. but you can kind of see B sees that something's up because she looks yeah. at the window. Yep. And she gets another crazy eye look for a second. Yeah. And then if Cole had just stayed in his bed, mm-hmm. he would have been fine. Right. He, like, they would have done whatever they were going to do, and then the movie would have been over. It would have mm-hmm. been really short. Like, what, <laughs> 20 minutes? That movie was already short. It was only, like, an hour and 25 minutes. Yeah, it was already pretty short to begin with. This would have cut off, like, an hour worth of action. Yeah, true. So, but he doesn't. Right. He's in a mad panic. So as soon as he thinks he's alone, he's ripping sheets off the bed. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to make a sheet rope to go... Out of the second out of the story. Window, yeah. Second story. If you're getting your ass kicked in gym class. That's true. You're not going to be able to scale a second story window <laughs> on a sheet rope. I'm sorry, kid. Yeah, that's true. But that's what he tries to do. 
But then, of course, who's in the room with him? B. I was going to say not Todd. Not yes. Todd. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said she'd crouch behind the door to right. see what was going on. And then she says he fainted. Fainted, yeah. Here's my thing, though. We eventually get to the point where... Because the at this point, I think we can pretty much know for sure that B's a witch. Right. Because the guy, people are asking her, like, you know, why do you need, you know, the blood? Why do you need the book? Right, because she's because got this old-ass book. A, you know, you've yeah. done this before. And she says, you have to recite it while dripping blood on the page or it doesn't work. Right. So, looking at it, I could tell, like, they special effect, like, some old-ass blood on that book. Oh, yeah. So, she's done this we don't know how many times. Exactly. So, I wonder, did he faint or did she, like do some witchy stuff and made him pass out. See, I don't know if she was really a witch or if she was just like, because they make it sound like it's more of a cult. So. That's true. But if she's done it before. Mm-hmm. And these are a new set of people. Right. Oh, it makes true. me wonder. That's true. Yeah. But anyway, so we find him. He's downstairs. He's tied he's up. to a chair. And another one of the questions. Yep. That occurs to me every time this crap goes down. Why is he shirtless? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> They're like, you're waking up to a chair and that's the question you ask? Right. But that's the one that occurs to Because, yeah, me. he wants to know why the jock is shirtless. Yeah. All of a sudden. And then they get this creepy eat the cookie thing going. That was creepy. I didn't it like it. It was like, she's like, you fainted. Your blood sugar's low. Eat the cookie. And yeah. he's like, I don't want a cookie. Yeah. I don't like cookies. <laughs> B knows that I, B knows I don't, don't like cookies. Right. And she gets in his face and everybody's like, eat the cookie. And then we got creepy Sonia. Yeah. Breaking it up and, like, hand-feeding it to him. Yeah, that was weird. Meanwhile, he has his pocket knife. And he's, like, trying to cut through Trying to cut through the rope. And then the Mm -hmm. cheerleader points out, like, we can see you because there's a mirror right there. Right. Where he's trying to cut through the rope. Exactly. And they keep making fun of him because as they're talking, he's still cutting the rope. Right. Which, me too, because if they're not moving to stop me, I don't want to be tied to a chair. Well, wouldn't it be noticeable, though? Because if you see your hand back there and it's like this, you're trying to... Yeah, that looks wrong. I know. But I'm just saying, the hand (laughs) is back there moving back and forth behind you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if both hands are tied behind your back, it could look like you're struggling, maybe. Uh, Maybe. That's true. But But they say the knife because, yeah, the mirror's there. And so, at that point, the cops Mm -hmm. come in. Well, before they talk about the rope, the kid is almost in the clear. That's true. Because they're like, oh, we needed your blood for a science experiment. Right. And he's playing dumb like he didn't see what they did to Samuel. Yeah, that's true. And he's like, well, why didn't you just say something? I would have just given it to you. You could have just asked me. Right. And then the cheerleader's like, yeah, he's cutting the ropes. Yeah. (laughs) So he's almost clear. They catch him cutting the ropes. Right. And then the cops show up. Which, about freaking time. Right? Like, normally, if, you know, you call the cops, they're usually there Especially pretty quick. Especially if you're quick. a kid. Right. Who's saying, somebody broke into my house. Well, no, like, the I saw... And they I killed somebody Yeah, downstairs. exactly, and they're still downstairs. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna be there a lot quicker. Yeah. So. But, you know, Hollywood. So, yeah, the jock takes... It looks like one of those fireplace... He throws that thing like a javelin. He did. <laughs> yeah, it looked like one of those fireplace poker uh-huh. type things. Throws it like a javelin, goes through the one cop's eye. And the cop is still... See, here's my thing. He's still alive. They do, like, major massive head trauma to people, but they don't kill the characters right away. Yeah, that's true. So it's uh, like that kind of makes me go, like, really, guys? Yeah, just put him out of his misery. <laughs> yeah, both of them. Yeah. Sam and the cop. 
Um, so that that's the first cop, and then the second cop actually gets a shot at the cheerleader right in the boob. Right in the boob. Which we hear about a million times afterwards. Yeah, this was not Bella Thorne's finest film. Bella <laughs> Bella Thorne doesn't really make fine films, though. She's got a like she's done a couple of legit horror movies, like she did an Amityville horror remake. Okay, but is not that... a remake. It wasn't a remake. It was like um. I'm just saying. It was straight to film, but it was decent. I'm just saying, she's not the best actress. She's pretty, but she's not the this best actress. This is only actress. the second film of hers I've seen. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I've seen a couple of them. They're not that great. Okay. You're not missing much. Okay. Anyway, so she gets shot in the boob and, like, goes flying backwards. Yeah. And then the other cop. What happened to the other cop? I mean, oh, I know Lord. he got killed. Was it a shotgun situation? Maybe. No, she cut his throat. That's right. He took the knife and cut his throat open. That's right. Okay. And then he's dead. The older cop who got, you know, the javelin through his brain, Mm -hmm. he's still alive. Right. And then you see the jock, whose name is Max. Right. (laughs) I'm checking the notes. Yeah. Yeah, Max. Max, yeah. He, like, rips the poker out of the side of the guy's head. Right. Like, straight up. That's some, like, Pennywise from the It remake stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And he's dead. Yeah. So now we've got two dead cops, a shot cheerleader, mm-hmm. and the Sonya chick. The reason I would think of her as like a Morticia character is because yeah. she walks up and she like sticks her fingers in the bullet wound on the cheerleader. Oh, that was kind of funny though. That was. Kind of made like, yeah. 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 So the entire time, you know, yeah, she's freaking out thinking, you know, oh, my boob and... Oh, it's ruined. It's ruined, and it's you no know. one's gonna want to suck on my nipple. Like that's yeah, what that she actually gross. says. Yeah, it's like ugh. Yeah, and stuff. So, but then Sonia's like, she's gonna bleed out, and the lady, the cheerleaders, Allison, is what her yeah, Allison. Is. You know, call an ambulance, and then B is like, well, this no. is how I know she's been around the block a time or two. Yeah, she's like, what am I supposed to do with two dead cops and you bleeding out in the living room? Right, calling the, an ambulance is not an option. Yeah, exactly. So. So now they want to get the kid. Yeah, because he is officially loose. Yep. Because at some point, his chair ended up tilted backwards. Because right. when the cops show up, he started screaming for help. Oh, yeah. That's why they came in guns blazing and ended up dead so quickly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the kid is on the loose. So now they go running after him. So and the black character, his name John. is John. So, yeah, John goes running, rushing up the stairs. And then, how did he do, like, he, I know he fell on, like, the award, but I don't remember how. I think the kid may have acted like they were struggling, and yeah. John went over the banister. That's right, and got And impaled. the award that mom was messing with, yeah. that she set it upright. Yep. Right through the neck. Yep. So right that was the jugular. So that's one kill for the kid. One kill for the kid. One down, a couple more to go. Right. So, okay, let's do a quick body count, because at okay. this point... B is responsible for killing Sam. Samuel and one of the cops. One of the cops. The jock killed the other cop. cop. And now the kid killed John. The kid killed John. So everybody's... B's at two. Everybody else is like at one. Right. Okay. Okay. So from there, the jock goes crazy. Yeah. You can tell like this... Something is off with this dude from the jump. Right. So... Um, let's see. Well, the next person is Sonya, though. Yeah, because it so, shows the kid running out, and he ends up in the garage, and who's in the garage? Todd. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Samuel's body. They're yeah. hi- that's where they're hiding. That's where they're hiding Samuel. Body. Yep. 
So this is where you see, you know how in all those movies there's always that moment where the hero gathers up all these supplies. It's yeah. Like a MacGyver work with the got with what you have right. situation. So he grabs, let's see, bug, bug spray. spray. Because the crawl space is full of spiders. That's right. So bug <laughs> spray, he finds a uh, firework, like, rocket-looking yeah. thing. Grabs that, grabs the lighter, lighter mm-hmm. and doesn't he grab the drill to um, take yeah. off, yeah, the screen yeah. or whatever. So I think that's all he grabbed. So, I mean, initially I was like, well, what is he doing? And then it clicks once he grabbed the drill. Right. He's going to hide under the house. Right. So that's just it. So he goes under the house, and there's there's rat traps with rats everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's like, it's all like these... his mom was down there like that afternoon. She couldn't clean that up, right? Because some of those rats did not look fresh. My that's friend. true. And not only like there's tarantulas everywhere. Yeah. Like she she was talking about spiders, and I'm thinking just like annoying like daddy long legs. Yeah, line, like you know. little house spiders. Yeah, maybe the size of a quarter. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. No, these. You know, big ass tarantulas, the size of a fist. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that are also, by the way, getting caught in the rat traps, right? And everything. So he's Fear down number there. Two. Yep. Crawl space. Well, because of the yeah, because of the spiders. Yep. Which I thought it was funny that spiders was this thing and not rats. Both right. are gross. Well, yeah. Um. So he's hiding. He. Th- I think he grabbed the blanket from the garage. He did. Too. So he's trying to hide under it. Meanwhile, there's some spiders crawling yeah. on top of it. And in this crawl space, there's like a bunch of tarps and like mm-hmm. canvas type stuff. I guess just odds and ends that ended up under the house. I guess. Um, That's what the attic is for. I'm just saying. No, both places <laughs> have spiders. I mean. I guess. Yeah. Um, but he's hiding. He's under a blanket. Mm-hmm. And he was... Finally, we have a hero in a movie that is right. smart enough to put the screen back on the crawl space. Right. Thank you. <laughs> that's true. Now, he can't drill it in, but he can, like, right. pull it at in least, place. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, we see Sonya walking around outside, and she stops. Mm-hmm. Notices that, mm-hmm. yeah. Because so she's she... a creepy little shit who probably loves that kind of stuff. Right. So, she goes in, and mm-hmm. she's, you know, looking for him. And she's crawling. She's got a flashlight that clicks on like an Iron Man gauntlet. Did you oh, notice that? Yeah. <laughs> um, and as she's crawling through, she's like smacking the tarps. Right. Like trying, I guess, to flush him out. Maybe. Maybe he's down there. Because maybe if she hits it hard enough, he'll make a noise. Yeah. Like or she'll startled. feel like okay, that's a body. Yeah. That's a person. Yeah. So yeah, so she's trying to do that, and mm-hmm. of course he's scared under this blanket. Right. And so. And then. His, oh, the tarantula that's crawling around on top of the blanket. Mm-hmm. And she's like petting it like it's yeah. a cat. Like, aren't you cute? <laughs> I know. It's like, oh my God, stop it. Exactly. Um, but it ends up, the jock is yelling for her. Mm-hmm. So she goes to leave. Right. And as she's crawling out from the crawl space, he like flips the tarantula off the blanket. Right. And it hits a trap. Yep. And then that's what sends her back. Yeah. But then she ends up getting both of her hands stuck in the mousetrap. Exactly. And she's screaming about her nails. Yeah. This is going to sound so racist. Oh, God. She's the only Asian character. Uh Uh-huh. And she's got perfectly manicured nails, and she starts hollering that her nails are destroyed. Oh, yeah. When her hands are in a mousetrap. That's true. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. Uh Uh-huh. They didn't do her any favors by Mm, doing that. No. So he ends up shooting the rocket at her. Right. Because that's the only weapon he's got. Exactly. And it misses. Hello, Pipster. Yep. Did I disturb you? Okay. 
So, he ends up, like, crawling past her. Mm-hmm. And the firework, of course, is still shooting sparks off, and it's going on, you know. Which, I had a question. Wouldn't that eventually set the house on fire? If the sparks were shooting far enough out, yes. But here's the thing. Okay, so he gets out. Mm-hmm. He starts, you know, he gets out of the house. She's like, ha, huh, I'm not dead. And then that's whenever he takes. Well, he's spraying the bug spray in her face. Right. Initially, because she's at the crawl space screen. Right. And first it blows up. Yeah. And then it shoots him, of course, backwards. Right. And she's, like you said, I'm not, I'm not dead. dead. And then... I guess it's like the propane or the gas line or something. Something. Blows. Which, like I said, though, wouldn't the house also... Be destroyed? Yeah. It makes sense, right? Right. Yeah. No. Because, I mean, I don't really know how crawl spaces work because we don't have them. But I'm, yeah, I mean, we just don't. This we just Texas, have... Yeah, you, we've got attics and... We've got attics and... I mean, we have some pier and beam homes, but a lot of times you're going to find, like, yeah. concrete foundations. Right. Yeah. So, but I would assume anyway that the house would have also gone up. But whatever. It's Netflix. It is. It's Netflix, yeah. <laughs> okay. So after that... This part was kind of funny because Max shows up. And yes. he's like, did you blow up Sonya? And the kid's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was funny. Um, but he ends up... He's getting ready to kill this kid. He's like yeah. choking him. Yeah. Basically. He's exactly. going to strangle him to death. Because... Max is a psycho jock. Right. And then he hears this the smacking sounds mm-hmm. of the house getting egged from the other side of the street. Right. Okay, if he just blew up somebody, how right. does the bully egging the house not hear it? Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. And so that's whenever Max was like, does that happen a lot? Does your house, you know, like, do your, does right. your house get egged a lot? He's like, well, you know, sometimes. That kind of stuff. And then, this is what kills me. They're trying to kill this kid, but they're right. giving him those life lessons. You can't let somebody do that to you. you got to go kick their ass. Yeah. Stand up for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, he takes the kid out there, and he's, you know, he tells him, you know, you wreck that guy. Yeah. And then he sends him to the bully. <laughs> right. To pick a fight about egging his house. And so, meanwhile, he's trying to get the bully's attention. He's like, like, dude, they're trying to kill me. They're trying to kill me. Mm -hmm. You know, he's, like, standing, you know, he's trying to be as quiet as he can, of course. Right, because because Max Max, is around the corner of the house. Right. And so, he's trying to get the bully, like, hey, you know, like, there's, like, dead bodies in my house now. Like, trying Mm -hmm. to, like, let him know. Like, help Mm -hmm. me out, you know. And then, the asshole kid takes an egg and pops him right on the head with it. Yeah, but at first, he's like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna run for my bike, and you're gonna ride on the back. Right. It's like... Really? You're going to put two of you on the back of Cindy the tricycle? And that, that's how that's going to go? Not only that, but the bully kid was not exactly a small kid either. No. He was he was a chunk. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, but the kid was a no. chunk. Uh, but yeah, and like you said, then he smashes the egg on Cole's head right. and rides away. Yeah. And this kid, I think he's just, I don't know if he's just like, well, shit, what do I do now or right. what? But he's just laying on the ground looking at the sky. I can't say I'd blame him, though, because it's like, okay, am I really going to be able to get out of this? Right. I mean, you know, come on. Um, But the bullet takes off, and then some. they ended up in the treehouse. 
and Max is telling him, I'm not here because I really want anything. I just wanted to kill somebody. Yeah, which, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess what he was going to ask the devil for was, like, never getting caught so he could be a serial, a serial killer. killer. Yeah, I don't That's know. That's kind of the vibe I got. Yeah. Um, it's the same kind of vibe I got from Sonia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she was a little bit more twisted. Mm-hmm. So, he's chasing him around the treehouse. Still throwing out some life lessons. You know, telling him, hey, good hit when he yeah. the kid tries to punch him. Right. And they end up falling. Right. And somehow the rope ends up around the jock's neck and it he's like him. Yeah, yeah it done. hangs him. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, next thing you know, B's got a shotgun. Yeah. And so she's taking off shots. Cole mm-hmm. starts running. Yeah. And he runs over to his... Is it his next door or does she live across the street? I think it's next door. Okay. Well, whatever. So he runs yeah. over there mm-hmm. and ends up actually just, like, going into the house out of nowhere. Yeah. He Well, she answers the door. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you don't have a babysitter? She's like, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the fact that they're confusing the Protestant and prostitute. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So... He's like, yeah, he's like, we need, we should, like, say some prayers or something. Right. <laughs> um, no, but what was it? She said, my dad's out with a Protestant. Yeah, which is kind and of like his car. He left his car. She's like, I don't know. He's desperate. She picked him up. Yeah, which is, <laughs> that was weird. Like, okie dokie. Yeah. And B ends up there, mm-hmm. and they kind of sneak around the house trying to avoid getting caught by right. B. And it gets to the point where they're hiding Mm-hmm. And the stupid vase keeps almost falling over and breaking, but thankfully Cole saves it like three times. Right. And so she ends mm-hmm. up leaving, finally leaving the house. And they end up in the bathroom together. Right. Uh, this is the neighbor yep. whose name was Melanie in the movie. Yeah, Melanie. And Cole. Yep. So they're in the house and she kisses him. Yeah. And he says, last time I saw somebody get kissed, he got stabbed in the head with two knives. Right. And Melanie says something, and this is just more tea spell, and she says, just because she's a psychopath doesn't mean all women are. That's true. And it's like, another life lesson. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Let's keep it rolling. Right? And so at that point, you know, know, he's like, I'm so sorry, like, I got you involved in Mm -hmm. this, that kind of stuff. He tries to lock her into the bathroom to to protect her. Yeah, and she's like, it locks from the inside. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was awesome. Right. And then it was like, now he's got all this confidence. Did you notice that? He runs out of our house. And he's he's not a little boy anymore. Right. And so he's calling for B and he's like running and And like telling her where he's going. Exactly. Going back to the house. You want me? You got me. That kind of stuff. So yeah, he ends up back at his house and now he's looking undead cheerleader. (laughs) Well, no. First thing is like everything is like cleaned up. It looks like nothing. It's like nothing was disturbed. It's like has been working while everyone else has been trying to kill him which i'm there's no blood yeah which is bs yeah i'm sorry you can't clean up blood first like of all, that. that well if she's a witch i guess can she like twitch her nose like <laughs> yeah <laughs> but witch and suddenly yeah. everything's gone exactly um, so yeah like you don't see like the co- like any of the bodies everything is cleaned up there's no blood anywhere mm-hmm. nothing you mm-hmm. do see you see the cheerleader and it, he walks over and he's like, he's like checking for bread. Right. He's like poking her and nothing. Dead. Yeah. But then you see like, oh crap! 
the cheerleader is no longer in that chair anymore. Like, it mm-hmm. was... It panned behind mm-hmm. him. And he's in the kitchen. I think he's going for the knife. Not initially. Maybe. No, he went for the book. That's what that's, it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, then, yeah, the, the psycho cheerleader. Comes back. And she's, like, trying to kill him and gets mad because he punched her in her deflated boob. Yeah. And she's screaming and carrying on about it. And he's like, you were trying to kill me. Exactly. So I defended myself. Right. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter who or what you are. You were yeah. trying to kill Cause he me. Because she got on top of him and he did a bunch of booby punches. He did, yes. That was kind of funny. And then it goes in. She starts in on this. I just wanted to be a reporter. Yeah. And he's like, you totally could be. I'd watch you on the news. Yeah. You're pretty and you're smart. Yeah. All this, you know, basically trying to, you know. Like soften her up a little uh-huh. bit to try and, I don't get an ally or just not get killed. Uh, yeah. And she's like, what do you think I am? Stupid. Right. So she goes to kill him again. Mm-hmm. That's whenever he goes for the knife. That which, his dad put in the dishwasher. And then we cut to this weird ass scene. Right? I didn't like it. The mom is... Giving a handy to the dad. Yeah, under under the thing. And she's like, hey, did you put the knife in the wash or the uh, dishwasher? Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, yeah, I think so. He's like, well, it belongs in the butcher block. And then we come back but to reality. This is what was almost mo- the most disturbing part about that is she's doing all of this while she's on her tablet. Yeah. And giving, like... They hand you debt. It's like yeah. she's completely disengaged. Well, that's why they're probably going to get divorced. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, mm-hmm. so then we flash back to, you know, what's supposed to be present time. And the cheerleader. Allison gets the knife. Yeah, she gets the knife. <laughs> he gets one of those long wand lighters. Yeah. Well, he was throwing, he was throwing some glasses. He was throwing all kinds for, of stuff at her. Yeah, a Which lot is of stuff. smart. You yeah. do what you have. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like you said, he pulls out this, you know, big-ass lighter, mm-hmm. and she's coming closer and closer to him, and then, bam, her head explodes. And here's B with the shotgun yep. to save the day. Exactly. Which, I kind of mm-hmm. wonder, because I don't know anything about guns, but with a shotgun like that, would it go, I wonder if it would go through her head in to his because they were very close the gauge because yeah the difference between like a nine millimeter shotgun is Mm -hmm. a nine millimeter shoots one bullet right and it goes you know in like one puncture hole there's one wound okay a shotgun the shells contain like pellets and stuff like Like buckshot yeah shrapnel type thing so when it fires it doesn't fire one bullet into something so there's only one wound it spreads. Spreads. Okay, and that's how it does so, the damage. I mean, it probably it wouldn't have done as much damage as the movie made it look like. <laughs> I mean, she'd be dead but, for sure. But oh yeah, yeah. But I could see like half of her head being gone. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. Just and I'm not creepy and I'm not a serial killer. My family hunts. Okay, people, calm I know, down. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I it wouldn't explode a head like that right. but it would probably take a big chunk of it off yeah but bottom line undead cheerleader dead mm-hmm. for good <laughs> she's not coming yeah, back from that for sure and then i hear Beast talk about how now she has to skip town again right like you said because she's done this she's before. done this before yeah and so cole grabs the book off the counter mm-hmm. and the only thing he's got is the lighter, the lighter. so he's threatening yep. to set the book on fire and then they kind of have this conversation where he's like, it makes me wonder how old she is. 
That's just it. You and know what I mean? Because is how many times has she done this? Right. And was she the same like age every time she's done it? Like, exactly. This like, I bring you you know five or six souls in a sacrifice, right. so I don't age and I just get to live as long as I want. Exactly. Like, what is she getting out of the deal? Right. So that makes me wonder that. Um, they end up. He ends up setting the book on fire and, like, running through the house and throwing yep. it on the floor. Did you notice the book burned a weird color? Yeah, it was green. Yeah. It was like I thought green, that was yellow really color. Cool. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So, she, of course, she's trying to put it out. She's freaking out. Yeah. And so, he runs. <laughs> he steals the, the douchebag dad's yeah. car. Melanie's dad's car. Yeah, exactly. His high school dream car. Exactly. And then he takes, you know... Speed, you know, revs it, you speeds see him off. Going through like, you know, 10 and 2, and he's like re- he's like playing all right. of the things he's scared of through his mind. Yep. So fear number three, driving. Mm-hmm. Check. Yep. Yep. So yeah, he speeds off, takes mm-hmm. the turn or whatever, and then he actually, he hits um, the the roof of his, um, what's it called? The treehouse. The treehouse that was yeah, out. Yeah, because they were out. taking it they down. They were taking it down. So he hits that sucker, and he's heading towards the house at, like, an angle. And he's, and like, flipping, he's catching air. Catching yeah. air. And Did you notice that he was, when he was trying to do to his connect, was like, oh, I want to make it more aerodynamic right. so it'll do a barrel roll. Right. And then land in the crash zone like I want it to. Yeah. That's what he did with the douchebag's car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he goes crashing through. You see her face. You see his face. And boom, he crashes it into that into his house. Yeah, and it, the car lands on top of her. Yeah, and crashes. And it's her. like upside down. Yep. So he climbs out. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> uh, before we get to that, I have to say, God bless Fre- Freddie Mercury. Yeah. That whole sequence they were playing, "We Are the Champions." Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> I couldn't. That that got a giggle. Yeah. Um. So he climbs out of the car. And then he and B have this heart to heart about how he's not a kid anymore and she yeah. shouldn't be killing people and Yeah, and he finds out that sure enough he's definitely not the only kid that she's done this to. Right. And she had been saying, you know, it'll be me and you. Uh before he went and got the car. She's yeah. like, We'll tell the the cops that they attacked us and that right. they killed everybody. Yep. And, you know, he's tempted to go along with it mm-hmm. because you know, B is like his big sister slash crush. Like, yeah. that's his first crush. Right. And then, you know, car, house, right. dying babysitter. And he, that's when he brings up, no, she brings it up. You never told me your top five. Right. And turns out as he's going through his top well, five, and she, the and two he of was, them were the last two spots. Right. And he was like, well, because he never asked. And yeah. she was like, well, oh, she's like, well, I'm usually, you know, a lot better about that. <laughs> yeah. And then, like you said, so his final two are the two of them. Mm-hmm. And she said, so, oh, she said something like, you don't get it yet. I'm the big bad. Yeah. So, like, instead of teaming up to save the galaxy, she'd be the one they were fighting against. Right. Which is accurate. Yeah. Um, she wants, they do this, like, E.T. finger thing. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a dorky thing to do, but right. whatever. But she goes, um... To do that with him. And in my mind, I'm going, which is going to snatch a body? Like, I know. <laughs> I was convinced. But he didn't do it. Yep. It's like, well, I'm done. Yeah. And the next thing you see, because he, like, climbs over the thing, and you see the siren lights, and mm-hmm. everybody's coming. Um, and it cuts to 
Melanie's dad. Yeah. Like, ranting and raving about his car. Of course. And you see Cole kind of sitting on the curb in a fireman's jacket. Yeah. And, like, the two bully henchmen that were picking on him earlier are there. Right. And then the bully shows up and they're like, dude, Cole stole a car and crashed it into his house. And they're like, this was so awesome. And the bully's like, whatever, man, let's go. Yeah. And they don't. And they don't. And then they do, like, the victory hands. Yeah. Like, they're like, woohoo! And I'm like, I'm like, what? That's okay. Cindy gets ran over. That's true. His parents show up, and he, they run over Cindy. <laughs> the bike. Cindy, the, the bike, the tricycle, whatever yeah. it is. It's practically got training wheels. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. Um, and they're running up, and they're fawning over him. Right. And all he says is, I don't need a babysitter anymore. End scene. End scene. Credits. But did you see the credit scene that mm, came after? I don't think so. So it ran through like that initial set of credits, and then it cuts to the fireman in the house. Okay. And B's no longer under the car. Oh, figures. And he turns, and here she is with a knife. Ah. And that's where it like finally cuts out to black. Gotcha. Yep. And that's the whole movie. It is. <laughs> So I know you've got fun facts. Bring them on. All right. Well, I got to look them up. So okay. why don't you talk about stuff? Um, I did Google. I mean, there were a couple of different things, but I couldn't remember them before we sat down. Yeah. So, But the one thing I could remember is I looked up how old are most kids when they stop needing a babysitter. Okay. And the result I got was most kids are babysitting themselves, like babysitting yeah, between themselves. 12 and 13. Yeah. Which That's makes right. sense because like I was nine the first time my mom let me stay up past... Everyone else going to bed. Right. And then when I was 11, because I was in the fifth grade, mm-hmm. if I was, like, homesick with, like, a cold, yeah, I was homesick by myself. My right. parents went to work. Yeah, exactly. And then by 13, I was babysitting my brother and a neighbor's granddaughter over summer during the day. So, I mean, that makes sense. So, I do have some facts. Um, well, hold on. How old were you when you were first left alone? Yeah, I was probably 11. About 11 or so? Yeah. Okay. Sounds about right. I'm just curious yeah. if it was just me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I, like, my parents didn't really go out of town that much, you know? Like, well, I mean, I wasn't left for out of town stuff. Exactly. But, like, just the first time you were So that's just alone. it. So I can understand why if the kid was supposed to be 12, that yes, he'd have a babysitter over the weekend. I just, that's impossible to know for sure how old he was. Yeah. Because he says 12 at some point in the movie. Yeah. But... He's a freshman in high school. His dad's trying to teach him to drive. Like he failed (laughs) a couple of times. He just he was too scared to take his test. Yeah, it could have been. (laughs) So I do have a couple of things. Okay. Okay. So the screenplay for the film was featured on the 2014 blacklist, a list of the most liked unproduced screenplays of the year. Oh, that's cool. I guess. Um, let's see. The movie they are watching on the back wall of the garage in the backyard is called Billy Jack, which I guess was 1971. And see, I've heard that segment that they're talking about. I'm going to put this right. on that side of your face. I've heard it before in other movies. Like, yeah. it's been referenced back before. Yeah. Okay, so in the original script, Sonia was the cheerleader, Allison was a journalist for the school paper, John was called John the Baptist... And Max had dreadlocks. <laughs> and it says the characters were later reimagined to more closely reflect stereotypes of slasher movie victims. Only in this film, they're the antagonist. The revelation of Allison's desire to become a journalist was kept from the original concept of her character. Only now it's much more humorous. 
is what it says. I don't know. It wasn't that humorous. Yeah, I didn't think so either. <laughs> Let's see. B's cult is supposed to be drawn from the local high school. The actors who played John, Max, and Sonia were all 28 during filming. Only Bella Thorne was close to high school age at 19. Which makes sense, because, yeah, they it all does, looked... but they all looked the same age. Like, yeah. none of them looked like high school kids. Yeah, exactly. The kid, Cole, looked like a high yeah. school kid. Yeah, yeah, Nobody sure. else looked like a high school kid. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, the makeout scene between B and Allison was not in the original script. Good for them, I guess. I guess, yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, well, I've got some stuff on some of the actors. Okay. Uh, Cole was played by a kid named Judah Lewis. He's got nine films under his belt, and he's he's a child actor. Yeah. Most of the stuff he's done, like, this is one of the more recent projects he's had. Right. Um, and this was released in 2017. Yeah. So, Samara Weaving is the one who played B. Mm-hmm. She was also in three billboards outside of, uh, something, Missouri. Yeah. Okay. And then, she's got 20 projects to her name. Mm-hmm. She's very pretty. She looks, you know, they didn't do anything crazy for the babysitter that they would have done in any other film she's been in. Right. Those lips just get me, though. They don't look real. (laughs) It looks like she's spending too much time with the Kylie Jenner thing. Yeah, maybe. you're supposed to, okay, lip plumpers. Um, Robbie Amell plays Max the Jock. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot of them are B-movies that I have seen. Of course you have. And I knew I recognized him from somewhere. But I thought I might have been confusing him with another actor because he resembles, um, oh, Lord, what's his name? Brett Dalton to me. Oh, okay. They look a lot alike, but Brett Dalton is older than he is. He was in um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Hannah Mae Lee played Sonia. Mm -hmm. She's in Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Also plays the creepy chick. (laughs) She does. Yeah. Um, But a lot less violence and blood. Just kind of like says weird stuff. Um, Bella Thorne, of course, played Allison. Mm-hmm. I know your opinion of Miss Bella Thorne. She's yeah. done several projects, yeah. but I'm with, I haven't really watched any of them. The You're only other the one I've much. seen was the Amityville thing. Yeah. Um, Emily Allen Lind played Melanie, the okay. girl next door neighbor. I recognized her immediately because I watched that series Revenge. Oh, okay. She played young Amanda on revenge okay like all eight seasons that was that was who she played gotcha but she's done a ton of other stuff that's good she's probably got the most projects of just about anybody on here except maybe maximel yeah it was really cool um andrew bachelor played john i've not heard of anything that he's done right (laughs) and then the guy who played sacrifice samuel (laughs) was doug haley Uh uh-huh and he looks familiar, but I think he's only had maybe a bit parts and other stuff, because right. I didn't really recognize him from anything either. Yeah. Um, I tried to look up, because you know how I like to look up, um, like, what it costs to make versus mm. what they made off of it? Right. Apparently, Netflix is a bit tight-lipped about that kind of thing, because it's <laughs> nice. always on Wikipedia, but it wasn't on there this Yeah. Time. Uh, and maybe it's simply because it wasn't a theater release, so yeah. there wasn't really apples and oranges to compare it to. Right. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. The tomato meter was 75%, right. but the audience meter was only about 60%. Yeah. And I feel like the audience meter is probably more accurate. Yeah, probably. Because that's where I fall. So, my question is, how do, what do we want to use to rate this film? How many hmm. sacrifices? <laughs> I know, right? No, we're not going to do that. All right. Um, 
Let's see. Because he never used anything to kill the same person right. with the same weapon. Ooh, do you want to use lighters? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Which one? You want to use the wand lighters? Yeah. So how many wand lighters would you give this film? <laughs> I'll give it a two. Give it a two? I'll give it a two and a half. Yeah. It was about halfway there for me. Yeah. Okay. So... And that is the official breakdown. Um, we are complete. The Babysitter. Netflix's original, The Babysitter. Yep. So next week. We're doing my favorite. It's Laura's pick for her birthday. Yeah. No, hang on. Yeah, it is. It's your yeah. pick for your birthday. What are we watching, Laura? We are going to watch The Burbs. With Tom Hanks and Bruce who Dern, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher was in The Burbs? Yeah, she plays uh, Tom Hanks' wife. Okay, so you've watched this... A million times. A million times. I have never you've, seen this movie. Oh my gosh. You're in for a treat. Okay. I will take your word for it. Yes. So, I'm Nikki. And I'm Laura. And this has been Breakdown from the Couch. We'll All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.